You're listening to 85 Yards, the sports podcast by average sports fans for average sports fans. So pour a glass and join us as we take you 85 yards through the heart of the South. In my gut, I knew something was going to fucking happen. You One, he definitely wasn't having cramps. There's no way. No, I've he was seen, shitting. He, he was shit. shitting, bro. He, <laughs> he had to, to be taking a shit. He I, had as to soon be. As, as soon as they said that he went into the locker room, mm-hmm. and like nobody, because nobody had any fucking clue. Like He just was, he just he was like cramp, cramping or anything like that. <laughs> they were just like, Trace McSorley just came out. And it was like, yeah, Lamar Jackson went back into the locker room. And, you know, to for cramps or something, like, you know, we'll have updates. And then they showed the video of him, like, two or three minutes later. They showed the video in the hallway of him run into the locker room. And I was like, bro, he's he's fucking squeezing. He's holding it in right now. Like, Keep it was it. coming. Keeping the dumping. I saw a bunch of memes today, and it was just like, "Bruh, I know what that run looked like." And yeah. I was like, "Die!" I was dying, bro. I was like, "Yes, I do too." It was a long dump, though, bro. He missed two drives. That's yeah, they something was not so, right. So was he was getting the brr brr. Yeah, it's yeah. just like it's like those ones where it just keeps coming. <laughs> you think you're done. You think you're done. You know, you wipe, you stand up, and then you're like, "Nope." Nope, you just gotta <laughs> keep just going. Right back down. He was like trying to say, he was like, oh yeah, it was definitely, I was cramping up and stuff. And they were like, well, did you see what was going on in the game? He was like, oh yeah, I totally was seeing it. I just picture a TV in the stall. And he's just going, God damn it. Like, <laughs> like he's trying to hurry up. Dude, did you hear the post game interview too? No, I, I, she I asked saw him, a little she bit. She asked of him it. how much he had left in the bucket. Oh my God. Everyone legit just knew. And then he comes in dumpless on a fourth and six. I was so pissed, dude. How do you let McSorley went down like that? That third down play was huge. Yeah. And I was like, all you got to do, like, is just stop him here. And I mean, like, granted, I thought he was going to run because he had room to pick up the first down on that. Yeah. Too. Like, he would have picked it up either way if he didn't dump it or not. Um, Dump it, no pun intended. Right. Pun fully intended. Pun fully intended. Um, but, yeah, I mean, did you see the, I mean, I'm sure you did, but the fucking DBs just, like, run straight smack into each other, and then nobody just fought, nobody took him. Nobody at all. They, nobody. They were, lit- they were so concerned with Hollywood at first, and then they were just like, oh, we got to get Lamar Jackson. And then as yeah. soon as, like, they, like, ran up, I just see him streaking. And they were... And- they were fucking 10 yards off of Lamar Jackson. I know. I know. What you are you going to do? You weren't stopping him from getting the first down, no. even if you run straight downhill at that exact moment. It's not going to happen. What, what part do people not understand of make Lamar Jackson beat you? Because the few times that they got in third and 10 or more, bro, it looked like a, a middle schooler out there trying well, bro, to complete balls down the field. Take out that play. Take out that one single play and... He has less than 100 yards passing. Take out that play and the play with the busted coverage again that he threw to Mark Andrews for like a 50-yard completion. Bro, he has like 40 yards. It's pathetic on two busted coverages that anybody playing high school football could hit somebody that, that you know, if you're running that open. Browns missed Denzel Ward so much. 
Yeah, but even the Browns are uh, he, the biggest takeaway that I had, and I will gri- I will give you this. And we were texting a little bit last night, and I know that like we were talking a little bit about that. I, Baker Mayfield. That's that's my biggest. That's my biggest takeaway. He played really well week. though. So so up he to that point, he came out of that game yes. playing really well. Up to that okay. point, I agree. But yes. he he did, and that's I think that's the problem I have with him is you get both sides. Hmm. Right. Like you get you get the really good Baker Mayfield who, you know, what he went like twelve of fifteen for something like uh two hundred forty one yards and two touchdowns or something like that. It was something ridiculous, like on the last two drives. Yeah, he, he how it played in the fourth quarter. And when I sent that text, it was the second quarter. And I remember just being like, this roster is loaded. It's one of the three best rosters in the NFL, not only on offense, on defense, and not only on like, dude, they went out and did what they were supposed to do. They went in the offseason and got a bunch of offensive linemen. They paid Jack Conklin. They mm-hmm. went out and drafted, drafted Tristan Wirfs. I know they got a couple of no, guards. They got, they got Jedrick Well. Jedrick, Jedrick Wells. Well, sorry. Yeah, Tristan. Yeah, Jedrick Wells. They go out. I wish they, they got get, Tristan Wirfs. But. Yeah, I know. That would have been nice. Um, they, uh, they go out and spend all that money on those guards, too. Like, they completely redid their offensive line like they should have. And he he was protected. I mean, you can tell by how they how well they run the ball. They mm. are a team that is literally built. Baker Mayfield's a trust, trust fund kid. If you give, he's got so much success around him that if he just does, doesn't mess up, they well, have, and- they're able to win. But it's so hard to watch Baker Mayfield at yeah. times because it's he's so limited. He's let's just start. He's small. So to start off the bat, Trit, he's he's a small dude. For for his height and how big he is, look, Kyler Murray is smaller, but at the same time with Kyler Murray being smaller, he's way faster, has a cannon, and he's able to he's able to maneuver around. You know, Russell Wilson is pretty comparable as well, but Russell Wilson is just so much better a thrower of the football. And then you've yeah. got Baker, just not athletic enough. And he's just, he's too limited. There were a couple times that he had so much green grass and he was sprinting and dudes could just run him down. Like he's just not very fast. And well, he's, he's never been a running quarterback though. Like, I mean, that's not his game. His game as was evident on the last, however many drives in the fourth quarter, basically was he played really well. Those, those dump offs. You dump it off yeah. to Kareem Hunt. You dump it off across the middle to to um, fucking Rashard Higgins on a crossing route. Like that's his game, you know. Throwing it at most twelve yards down the field, right? Like mm. that's just it. And too too many times in the first half, he was throwing those just man coverage fades that would be five yards in front of the receiver. Which I mean. If you're gonna oh, miss that pass, miss it long, you know, yeah. like 100. percent But that's not his ball. He can hit a couple of those, you know, like absolutely. But that shouldn't be your game plan against fucking Marcus Peters and uh, like, Jimmy Smith and yeah, uh, like, the, who's the kid from Alabama? Humphreys. Humphreys. Um, yeah, Marlon Humphreys. Yeah, um, they've got some good corners. Just, and yeah, you're not going to do yeah. that. Like, they they can play man coverage. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, 
And and you're it's just I don't understand why at times and maybe it's play calling and maybe it's just Baker thinking he can do more than he can, but like that's when he looks the worst. And then when they go to that quick three step drop max, like quick hitters, you pick up chunk yardage. And then you right. get one play where maybe Kareem Hunt's able to break a tackle and get, you know, twenty to twenty five yards. It's like those will happen because you have such an elite level of playmaker at those positions. I thought they made really good second half adjustments because you're right. The entire first half they were playing press man and the nobody could get separation. So you like you said, they're trying to throw these fades and like love Jarvis Landry. That ain't Jarvis Landry's game. No, that ain't he's Jarvis Landry. He, he's he wants to be in the fucking yeah, the body slot, of he, the field. Yes, exactly. They they missed last night was the first time all season. I think you could tell they missed Odell Beckham because Odell Beckham can burn somebody if you want to play man yeah. like that. He would he would fly on you there. And you know, oh God, that's that's how good this fucking team is. They've got Odell Beckham too. Like that's like that's how good this team should be. And that's what's rough, you know, about looking at them because last night is what playoff defense is going to be like. And that's mm-hmm. what concerns me because they were like, okay, you're going to do that. Anytime they played zone, they shredded them. Anytime there was zone coverage, Baker was able to shred them, but it was when they played man. And it was just, you know, that's primarily what you're going to face in the playoffs. That's what you're going to see. They can run the ball on anybody. I mean, that's Chubb and Kareem hunt. Nobody wants to tackle them. And I will give you credit in the second half and give Baker credit. He showed me a lot, and these aren't your same Cleveland Browns because they no. they they got that ball back and they shoved it right down their throat. Look, you've got the the problem is is that I mean at the end of the game, who's more automatic than Justin Tucker from fifty five yeah. yards? Every I mean, I didn't think there was well, any and, doubt he was missing that. And like you know, you go back into that miss Cody Parkey field goal and the extra point thirty nine yard field goal. It will granted. Uh, Tucker had one block too. So yeah. like those two to me balance out like mm. yes, he missed an extra point but Tucker also missed an block. extra point and so really the difference there is Tucker hit his field goal mm-hmm. and Parky didn't. Yeah. And so like I agree, I mean my biggest takeaway was it's this the Browns have turned a corner. They've turned to the first corner in you know, if you're on a NASCAR track, they're they're in, <laughs> turn in one. fucking turn one, you know. <laughs> but they've still got three turns to go before they before they're one of those teams that can compete for a division title, right? Mm-hmm. Because you look at they have uh four or five losses now, right? Nine and five. Um wait, right? Is that right? No, nine and four. Nine and four, that's right. Nine and four. We only lost four. Um, I was thinking they played the Steelers twice already, but they don't. They play mm-hmm. them to end the season. Um, so nine and four, and three of those losses have come to the Steelers and the Ravens. Dude, the only other loss they have is to the Raiders in a game that they probably shouldn't have lost. But it's a really good take. Yeah, it's like they've it's like they've gotten to that level, and it's like uh, that's the next. That's the next step. Yep. You got to beat these rivals. Like you got to beat and these you can, guys, and you can beat teams like Tennessee, who's a really good team. Right. You can hold Derrick Henry, who's an MVP candidate, to what? What did he have? Uh, uh, he ended up 
he ended up going for fifty nine yards. Yeah, it was it was not like much. That. And he's ran over yards. everybody all year. <laughs> yeah, he came out this week and had 196 or whatever the fuck he had. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> you can hang with good teams, but can you beat 50% of them? Can you beat the elite teams, right? Like, that's kind of where the difference lies to me, and, and that's where there's still a lot of improvement. Mm-hmm. I will say... This is the first time, like, as a Browns fan, that I will say from an organizational perspective, this is this is the organization that will get that to that point. Like, because you look at the last 10, 15 years, that organization has just been in shambles. Mm. It's just been garbage from fucking owner to GM to manager Everybody in personnel has just been terrible yeah, it's been at trash. working together. You know, like, it's just, there There just wasn't any sort of cohesion. And now that they have that, and I think that the way that they went about that process in hiring Stefanski was huge in making sure that, like, everybody that was making the hire for the next position was on board, mm-hmm. right? Um, now you see some of the the results of that when you know you're making smart business decisions in the off season you're making smart moves in the draft to better position the actual team yeah you you could definitely see that there was just something different you you've got to start considering stefanski for coach of the year i i, I think 100 percent. yeah i don't i mean i get tomlin i get yeah it, but, but at i mean the same time who who has been able to to turn around it's a Browns the program? The Browns, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like come on. That that tells me all I need to know. I mean, at the end of the day, the Steelers still have an excellent defensive personnel. They've got they've got Roethlisberger and you know these I'm other. I'm interject well. here real yeah. quick. Yeah, I'm watching these fucking rankings releasing right now. Oh yeah, that's right now. Yeah, it's going on right now. Top they, ten right now. Oklahoma is tenth. Hmm. With two losses. Hmm. Cincinnati is ninth. They dropped a spot somehow because Georgia went up to, to eighth. Vaunted Missouri. They, How they jumped, gave them, yeah. jumped over Cincinnati because they beat Missouri. And guess who's seven? I would say Florida. Florida. Three Florida losses. Florida loses. Florida loses. They have two losses, but uh. Florida loses to LSU. Drop them to fucking, and they lost one. one they spot. dropped one fucking spot. So they must have moved. They must so have. So if they beat Alabama, that that leaves the door wide open. There's for no them way to they're getting. There's no. No, they're not going to beat Alabama for one. Well, I'm just off. saying, like, there's no way they're getting it. Like, there's no way you can justify that. It leaves the door open, though. That's all I'm saying. They will bird. Where are these? Where are the rankings? Like, where's this housed at? They'll bird Chicago or wherever it is to the ground. There's no way. Here, you, the I only, don't even know how George is in the top ten. The only yeah, that's crazy. Missouri sucks. I watched that game. That was that how they were 25th. That's just laughable because they're just trying to shove it down our they throats. Want, they want the games to matter, and oh, you know, you know what you know, my fucking theory is too. What? It's all this uh, SEC was just all the exclusive rights were purchased by ESPN. 
I saw that. Guess where these rankings come out on? ESPN. ESPN. Guess who yeah. hosts the college football playoff games? ESPN. ESPN. They want they want just four SEC teams. Take a seven-loss SEC team, stick them in the playoff. Seven losses, four and seven. They can't, they're not even pull. They're just trying to turn it into the SEC <laughs> playoff yes. battle. Yep. That's all they want. That's what it's going to turn Fucking into. Trash. There's some really intriguing games this weekend with championship weekend. I'm really really interested to see. First off. I mean, you want to just start like I'm just kind of looking through here like, okay, so two days ago it was supposed to be Washington and USC in the title game. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, they can't play. So Oregon, you're in the title game. Did you hear what Jimmy Lake said? Uh Uh-uh, no. They have zero offensive linemen that would be able to start this game. None, not a one. None, not one. Who do you put? You'd have to think of defensive linemen, right? Like that'd be the next natural like – and they can't block with a shit. I'm sure they, no. that'd be so hard to do. Oh, my like, God. That's They're absurd all... to me. Like, so, okay, you have how many offensive linemen on roster? At least in college with, like, 90 to 100 people being on a roster, I would think at least 12. I mean, yeah, you've got it. Well, I would say you have at least two or three deep at each position. Yeah. And a couple can cross over, you know, so, yeah, yeah. you know, you're looking at... 10 to 15 so 12 is probably about right mm. but i would say 12 to 15 like minimum right they've got none well but then again think about, think about it with the contact tracing that does make kind of sense though because you're with your position groups a lot of times so like if you're a practice in smaller groups like if you're just around each other a lot like that does make sense they'd have none that's crazy so then they pop in oregon and oregon gets <laughs> popped in and uh like that's, I mean, that's gonna be nuts. That's crazy that they that like that gets changed all of a sudden. I see you're watching this live reaction to what's going on. Have I they, mean, it's it's gonna be the same as what it has been. Predictions I mean, of so it's Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, one, two, three, Iowa State's at six, so they jumped up over Florida, Ooh. which makes sense because Florida dropped one, so Iowa State would then technically jump up one. Iowa State, Oklahoma is going to be interesting. I mean, I mean yeah. I'm very interested to see that. I think Oklahoma kicks the shit out of I them. Do too. Yeah. I, I do, too. I think it's... I, think, I mean, Oklahoma is playing really well right now, too. So, yeah. like... Spencer Rattler... If they hadn't lost those two games, hell, even if they lost one game... Yeah. One of those two. They'd be in uh, talks. They'd, they'd still be in talks. They would probably be at five or six, to be honest. <laughs> They, uh, Spencer Rattler is easily the most hateable dude that, like, he's, I hate him. Look I at just, him. I hate him. Yeah, exactly. Look at him. He's just a little, uh, I don't want to talk shit because he's a college kid, but damn, like, I can't stand Spencer Rattler. Honestly, I haven't really been able to stand many of the, I hate them all. Oklahoma quarterbacks. Yeah. Baker, like we talked, I, like, I hate. Murray. I hate that I I have to kind of like Baker. Baker. I hate that I have to because he's the quarterback of the Browns. Now you know how I <laughs> feel about LeBron. It's the same, same exact. It's not the same feeling. though. How like, is it not? I've hated him my entire life. Because okay, so I hate Baker because of what he did at Ohio State. Okay, because of of him planting the flag. You know, like okay. that. Just no, you don't do that. You don't do that to my boys. Um, what did LeBron do to you? 
LeBron, he never even he never even he, played the Lakers. He threatened Kobe's greatness. That's what he did. He didn't he threaten it because he's already surpassed. No, it. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> he yes. threatened. Yes. He threatened it, and then he just you, acted so smug about it. I've never met you, this man a day in my life. I know you what he can't thinks. threaten that which you already own. Yes, you. Keep get back to the playoff. We was about LeBron. <laughs> Quit making good points. The shit's back up. So, all right, thoughts on our game. Thoughts on our game. I think we Um, come out and roll. I mean, I'm not really that concerned. Like, I I actually looked. um, Somebody had posted the rankings of the offenses that Northwestern has played this year. They played vaunted Michigan State. I think the, the best offense they played was... Like seventy second, nice. and we're fourth. <laughs> nice. So they have a really good defense. Don't get me wrong. Like Northwestern is always it, it, ever since, and I forget the year. I think it was early two thousands. Um, but there was a it was a night game at Northwestern, and we were favored by probably double digits. I want to say in the game, and we lost. And ever since that game, Northwestern has always been a team where I'm like, fuck, like, I just don't want to play them. It's like, I don't want to play Wisconsin in Madison because of the number of times that we've lost at Madison. Yeah, we've, that's really um, been who's had our number in camp. Yeah, in Camp Randall. That's usually who, who gets us. So, like, it's the same kind of idea with uh, Northwestern, Illinois, even too. Like, I remember it was 2008, probably, mm-hmm. 2007, 2008. When Illinois beat us at home, or, or no, it was 2007 because it was the year that we uh, the fucking chaos happened and we jumped all the way from like nine to two, and we played LSU. Everybody lost. Yes, <laughs> uh, Todd. It was Beckman. that year. Yep. And and I remember we Todd lost to Illinois Beckman. by like it was like 17 to nine or something. Mm. Um, but they're another team that I'm always like. I'm not afraid we're going to lose to them, but I I do kind of have a respect because they've been a team that has uh, been able to get the better of us when we least expect it. So, Mm -hmm. like, Northwestern is going to play mistake-free football for the most part. That's just their team. So they're not going to do anything fancy. They're not going to be, like, super high-scoring or crazy, but they they will prey on your errors if you make them so you you have to limit your errors as much as possible because they're going to make very few it's it's the truth yeah their their defense the more i think about this game like i think their defense is going to come up with some stops i am not really that concerned about their offense like i'm not like i i especially against our defense i think it's going to be a good two it's like the perfect tune-up game in my opinion for us to try to get in the playoff. Now, you get obviously can't take them lightly. I mean, they're the number right. you know, four, 12, 14th team in the in the country. But at the same time, you know, like this is it, it it's the perfect segue. This really may work out the best for us because if we win this game and we're able to get into the playoff with six games, we've played two less games than everybody <laughs> else, so we're going to be less beat up than everybody else, and we've had two cancellations this late in the season that like I like fatigue should it's, not be an it's issue. It's a double edge. It's a double edged sword for me because you look at most years, like week five and six. Like by the time we're at week five and six, why do we have the 
uh, non-conference games to start the year? Like, what do we play those cupcakes? A lot of it is to get in shape. It's to it's mm. to have those game reps, and it's to figure out things that you need to figure out before you get into conference play, right? Right. Um, and that's invaluable, right? Because, I mean, shit, go back to the first few weeks of the season, like, teams were not playing the same way that they're playing now. Look at Alabama. I mean, Alabama gave up how many to Ole Miss, and now their defense is studs. Yeah, solid. Like, they haven't given up more than fucking three points in three weeks. So, like, they are playing at a very high level, and a lot of that is because they've they're now okay they're back into it they've they're accustomed they've been able to have those reps and be able to make those changes that they needed to make to be successful we haven't really had that and that's what that's what is kind of worrisome to me especially on defense where it's going to matter the most when you have such young people trying to figure out the nuances of actual gameplay without having played that many game games. Games, right, yeah. Um, and so, yes, while you're, I guess, fresher, you also are less tight, you know what I mean? Like, your game is less accurate to what you can do because you haven't, you've had, especially, like, doing it off and on, like having two weeks here and then two weeks here, like, you know, it's like those gaps are really to me detrimental because you you don't have that consistent flow of game reps to be able to test out things it, it I, I and i get i understand that for sure because you're not really getting in the rhythm of the year because you know you're <clears throat> bought i mean especially the upperclassmen and stuff if you've been there for two or three years like you kind of get an idea of how the season's supposed mm-hmm. to flow where you know you have a you have one bye week to to kind of get healthy you know four or five six weeks into the season um to to kind of help that and it's just this is a year specifically that's just been thrown topsy-turvy and other teams have advantages and maybe some, i mean some teams have played 10 games and you know we're going to be barely able to get in six um so i i definitely get with what you're saying yeah it's it probably is a little bit of an advantage for like you said alabama i mean they're obviously clicking on all cylinders um you know and and so that's that's definitely something to kind of look at i think we do i think we do win i do think we show out i'm not really sure if we're gonna cover the number um but i i, I think it's i think it's gonna be a good solid win and then i i, I in my gut i think we'll come in at i think we'll come in at, at uh at three because obviously someone's got to lose in the Clemson Notre right. Dame game, and I think that they probably drop them to four in that situation. Or even if they don't, maybe to kind of stick it to us, I could see them saying like, "Okay, you won six games, you get to be four, and you got to play Alabama." Like I think they could punish us in a way because they're like, "Well, you've only played six games." We'll Depends let you on in. who loses. Depends on who loses. Yes, in my opinion, if if Notre Dame loses, then they may not drop to four. If Notre Dame and Cle- if if Clemson wins, they may just flip flop those two. Although I don't think they want another Clemson Notre Dame matchup. That's a very good point. Too. Okay, I, dang, I didn't even think about so, that. So I think you get if if Clemson wins, mm. then you get um, Cle- or, uh, Notre Dame probably drops to four, and then you get Clemson Ohio State in the other semifinal. And I think that that matches up with. The storylines too, right? Right. I mean, that that's a big part of this. 
Do you think they factor from, that in with matchmaking, like for the for the four final four rankings? Because you know the teams, and obviously you know Alabama won. But like, do you think they factor in the final ones, like rearranging deck chairs? I don't know that it's necessarily something they talk about, but I think it's something that people unconsciously think, about. think like, yeah. oh well, it's like okay, well, man, Clemson, Ohio State would that was a hell of a game last year. I bet that would be make a really good game. We want to make sure we get that in, and they don't necessarily. About, like position them for that reason, but they they recognize that that was a good game, right? Mm. Alabama, Notre Dame, they recognize that Notre Dame got fucking shit canned by them back in 2013, mm-hmm. 2012, 2013, right. whatever year that was. Um, and so there's a revenge factor there. You know, there's a rematch factor in that game. So like, I don't think they do it for that sense but I think it is part of the decision making, whether they know it or not. It, I, I could see, I could see them weighing those options and think about it. Like if, if everything holds serves, like we think, what's going to happen? And either I, if obviously if Notre Dame beats Clemson, Clemson's got to be gone. I mean, two losses to a playoff, the <clears throat> team in the playoffs, like they've got to be gone. So well, then here's here's <clears throat> the question, right? So Notre Dame beats Clemson. Right, so you have, and Ohio State beats Northwestern. Alabama beats Florida. Alabama beats Florida. So you have three teams in. Alabama, Notre Dame, or Ohio State. Who's the fourth team between a two-loss Clemson, who lost both to the number two team in the country, uh, a one-loss A&M, whose only loss came to Alabama, but who also didn't play for their conference championship. And a two-loss Iowa State, who beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Iowa State has some good wins on that record, too. Beat Oklahoma State. I mean, they've got some... But they lost to Louisiana. The Raging Cage. double digits. Hey, Little teaser, digits. Little teaser to pickpockets lately. Don't be sleeping on them raging Cajuns now. Back home, yaley yaley. Saying if 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 the scenario plays out, and look, I'm a call. I'm telling. I'm going on record right now. Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to beat Clemson. I'm telling you right now. Take take that money line. Pickpockets. I just. I mean, like I. I want to agree. I do. Mm. <clears throat> just because, like, I think people are discounting. The fact that they won the first matchup because Trevor was out, but the quarterback still threw for four hundred thirty-nine yards. So yeah, like, that was not the issue. <laughs> like he's he yeah the quarterback play Lawrence was not do? the problem. Now, granted, I think there are probably instances in that game where the game maybe can be managed better mm-hmm. by Lawrence to shift momentum maybe you know like there there can be little nuanced differences within the game but he played really fucking good yeah so i mean like, the, the kids like the number 1 or number 2 quarterback from last year's class wasn't he like i mean yeah he's yeah. a great kid like great quarterback prospect so what could lawrence so I can't, yeah i just don't see him changing the game flow that much but there could be an instance maybe in the third or fourth quarter where he changes it enough to uh, 
go up a score when maybe they didn't. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and, and change a little bit of the feel and then maybe the defense. And I don't know how the how the defense will play at with Trevor Lawrence. Like because that is another factor too, is your quarterback controls not just the offense, but he can also dictate if he's a leader, dictate the uh energy of the defense. You know For, what I mean? So like yeah. there is some some crossover there, but I don't think it's necessarily enough to say with that, that Clemson's going to like destroy him. But in my head, I want to say that that Notre Dame will win. But in my gut, I think Clemson wins the game. Just in partially because it's really hard to beat a, a team twice in the I, same season. I would agree with that. My my take on the whole outlook of it is is that I feel like Notre Dame, Notre Dame, and and I did this too. Notre Dame's been disrespected all year. Everybody's like, yeah, they're in the field. Yeah, they're not that good. Yeah, you beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, you're okay. Oh, Boston College should beat you. Oh, somebody else is going to get you. Like, nobody's going to beat him. And I feel like that's really driven that program. You know, Ian Book wasn't really that highly recruited of a player. I mean, he's like a three-star. And and so he's made it into that. And I feel like the whole team's just got a bunch of chip on their shoulder. And you know, as well as I do, they've thought about it all year, about hearing, oh, the only reason you beat Clemson was because you didn't. They didn't have Lawrence, and that's where, oh yeah, he you fumbled at the end of the game. Yeah, like I mean, there's that's all they talk about. That's literally all they talk about. They're literally talking about if I mean, like, think about how pissed that would make you if you're listening to these talking heads. That like, oh well, Clemson. It's like a foregone conclusion. They're like, okay, what are you gonna do whenever Clemson beats them? Are they both in? And it's like, well, hold up, <laughs> we gotta play the damn game. Like yeah. that's that's kind of where they're coming from. I feel like, and kind of opposite of you, like in my head, I'm like, well, you know it. Clemson should beat him. In my gut, I just, I could, I think we're going to wake up Sunday morning and Clemson's going to have two losses. And so here's, here's where this scenario gets very interesting. Cause I, I feel the maybe, strongest. Maybe about my that. heart plays a little factor into this too. Cause you because want Clemson. I want Clemson. Yes. Oh, I and Dabo too. very much does not want Ohio State by, want. Apparent, by his comments. Yeah. Of late. I hope Ryan Day but says something. I want him so bad. Oh, it's the only thing I want in my life. We didn't get Michigan this year, so yeah. I want Clemson. Yeah, you, I want Clemson the most of any of those teams. I'll settle for Notre fucking Dame too. Like I would definitely, I'd be like, yeah, we'll take you guys. I mean, if I if so, if that's the four, yeah, I'll take every any and every chance <laughs> to beat any and every one of those fucking teams. Because I want to play them all three. Those three outside of Michigan are my three most hated teams. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. If if I'm looking at the matchups, and this, this is where I'm going to play devil's advocate. This is literally how I think it's going to play out. This is my playoff predictions for this weekend. What a good week. This Saturday is going to be fun. This Saturday is going to be fun. I just, I'm going to just like, Buy all the Ooh, wings. I want, I want that on get, Saturday. Try all the for, flavors for the whole day, just like so that like because it's what it's uh, Ohio State Northwestern's at eleven. Well, my time. 11. Yeah. Um, I'm so second jealous. Game is uh, is second game Clemson. Uh, it's Notre a Dame? four. Yeah. So is Iowa it's State. That one's at four. Okay. Two. I, that's that's oh that's at four. That one was at two <clears> thirty. Hold on. One might be at two thirty. That's right. It would make sense that Iowa State Oklahoma would be at two thirty to me. Right. Uh they are no, Iowa Oklahoma State is also at noon. 
But then, yes, at 4 o'clock, it's Clemson, Notre Dame. And then, yes, 8 o'clock is... 8 o'clock is Alabama, Florida. 8 o'clock is also Cincinnati, Tulsa. That's fun. Yeah, Alabama, Florida. I get it. Well, if it's a route that we think. So, well, I'm, I'm very jealous of you. I'm supposed to be... I'm supposed to be having game night on Saturday with a squad and we're going to be doing game night and watching that first one. But, oh, yeah, I'm going to find a nice bar chair from about 11 a.m. till 630 and I'm going to be parked at a in front of a TV at a bar. Um, so so here's here's how I think this is going to play out. Alabama will beat Florida. Notre Dame will beat Clemson. Ohio State will win and they'll move them to three. And if that scenario plays out, who would be your fourth? I would say... It, it depends to me on what happens in those games. I, I don't think there's any way Oklahoma or Iowa State can get in. That's my, that's my first thing. I, I, a two-loss two loss team will not jump Texas A&M, in my I mean, opinion. They, so a two-loss... I mean, granted, a two-loss team has never made it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But a... If you say, okay, the number six team in the country beat another top 10 team in the country, right? Same, yeah. let's look at it on a week, on a weekly basis, right? So this, this week, right? Because that's the focus of the college football playoff committee is this week, right? Mm. That's all you look at. This week, uh, Iowa State beats. Oklahoma. Okay. Texas A&M beats Tennessee. Tennessee on the road. <laughs> okay, on the road. I live here. Okay? What if what and if, I and I know how shitty it is. <laughs> what if Texas A&M wins that game 49 to 7? It's fucking Tennessee. I, I mean, I understand that, but I'm saying, okay, so do you think it's only Iowa State? Like, what if Oklahoma wins? Are you going to raise Oklahoma from 10 to 4? No, 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 no. I'm saying I, Iowa State has the most to gain by winning this weekend. Okay. Because they could potentially vaunt, like, vault themselves there with a win just because it's, it's such a, a signature win, right? Like... You're looking for signature wins. Like, what is Texas A&M's signature win? Florida? Yeah. Who uh, just lost to LSU, granted, for, for whatever Well, and they'll shove it down your throat. The then. They'll shove it down your throat. They, oh, it's the SEC. Anybody can beat anybody. That's why it's the best conference. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. Get the fuck out of here. It's like nobody else tries to play hard in the country. If, uh, anyways. Um... I just like, I mean, Texas A&M doesn't have a crazy good schedule either. Like, they don't. And so, like, if you're third in your conference versus being first in your conference, because conference championships also factor into this. If Iowa State Mm. beats Oklahoma, they're a conference champion versus a team that didn't even play in their conference championship. Yeah, but I also don't think conference championships should be weighted like they are. I mean, technically, if USC wins, they're going to be 6-0, Pac-12 conference champ. Does USC get in? 
Well, no, because it also took them the last 30 seconds of a game to be a fucking three-win UCLA team. they're undefeated. Team. They're a conference champ. I mean... I know you don't want to hear it because of what happened, but... I mean, I'm just saying, like, if if they are... <laughs> they're a power five school. If they're undefeated, they're 6-0 and oh like us. Why don't you put yeah, USC but, in? But again, like, the eye test does factor into that because, like, you can be 6-0. 6-0 isn't the same it, over six games. Well, if the eye test is factoring into it, then I definitely think Texas A&M on a neutral would beat Iowa State. I don't even think that's a question. So if if Iowa State beats Oklahoma, yeah, you think Texas A&M would beat Iowa State? Do you think Oklahoma would then lose to Texas A&M? I I think Iowa State personally is a better team than Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I think, is going to win that game. I don't think we're going to be talking about it. Well, yeah, no, I I agree. But I'm saying, like, so if Texas A&M and Oklahoma played, who would you have in that game? If Texas A&M and Oklahoma played on a neutral right now, God, that'd be close. That'd be very close. And yet you don't think Texas A&M and Iowa State would be close? uh, No, I think it it would. I mean, I think on either, I think Vegas puts Texas A&M as a slight favorite in both of those games. Probably a point or two would be my guess. And at the end of the day, like, that's kind of how, that's, I mean, if I'm thinking of just going in with an eye test, I mean, they lost to Alabama, and, like, they beat Florida. Like, it, it is the best conference. Like, this is kind of where my thoughts kind of come down not to, too. Not this year, though. I don't not know, Not this man. year. It's not this year. I it's don't not. know about this. Who okay? So you the, have the you ACC. Have, you could make the argument, but I don't think the it, ACC would be my argument. I don't think you can they, make that they're argument. Better, you, they're better. They're better than the Big the Ten. ACC. They're better than the Big Twelve. Yes, but the SEC is not the best conference this year. I think you they're can't, very down comparatively. You can't take. I don't think you can take the ACC this year though, because yeah, I agree. Like they're definitely the best conference. Well, they've added the number two best team in the country whenever they that's not a typical year for them. So if you take them out, are they still? Because, yeah, if I'm looking at them top to bottom, I mean, shit, Notre Dame, Clemson, uh, North Carolina, who just kicked the shit out of a good Miami team. I mean, that's a that's a very, very good top of the conference. But I don't know if you can if you can equate that because typically they don't have Notre Dame in that conference. So if I'm looking at it back to the big the big tens, not that great this year. The Big 12. No, they're the not. Big, the Big 10 is yeah. fucking trash this yeah, year. The Big I will tw- be the first to admit it. And that's what I was to say. Like, the Big 12, meh. The Pac-12 is better than I thought it would be. So, yeah, my argument would be the ACC. But, again, if I'm taking top to bottom, I'm, the SEC is the best. So, let's go one one through six. In terms of? In, in the conference. The teams in the conferences? So you've definitely it would definitely I'll be I'll pull up the ACC, you pull up the SEC. Okay. But I again, my whole point and argument to this is that I don't think you can factor in the fact that you have Notre Dame in there because Notre Dame at the end of the day is not typically in the ACC. But we'll do this little exercise. Exercise on my dick. <laughs> really? Had to go there, Trey Booty. The top, okay, so the top, you said top six. That's interesting. I was just honestly like, it was just the first number of the pop in your head, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so I will go, if you want me to go first, I will go first. Go first. 
Okay, so Alabama. I mean, we know who it is, but yes. Alabama, first. number one. Number The second best team in the SEC is obviously Texas A&M at five. Third's going to be Florida at number seven. Georgia is number eight. I mean, there's there's four of my there's four top ten okay. teams. Okay, well, what did we talk about in in the in the immediate beginning of this episode? I it, don't don't talk about the actual rankings themselves because the SEC gets a clear bias because of uh, the SEC. Okay, because Georgia is not a top ten team. I mean, I just and that's the I, those are actually the only teams ranked in the top twenty-five. Are those Georgia four. is not a top ten team? I don't know about are that. Are they top? Are they top fifteen? Maybe top twenty? Definitely, they're not a top ten I team. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We'll just who, we'll see who high. they we're gonna see who they draw in this bowl game. I'll make okay, bl- okay. If that's the case, bl- I'll blindly take whoever Georgia gets. Whatever the spread is, blindly don't even know they're going to play. One of the games, one of the games I've seen uh, commonly was Indiana Georgia. Who do you take? Blindly take Georgia, and though Georgia would probably be a seven point favorite, and I'll I will take whatever the number is. You can have the opposite of that Perfect. on pit pockets. If it's Indiana, absolutely. I, whatever the number is, don't even care. Don't even know what the number is. I'll take Georgia. ACC. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, you got obviously. Number two, Notre Dame will exclude them from this. Okay. So the number one would be number three, Clemson. Okay. They suck. Uh, <laughs> they're fucking terrible. Who I don't even think Clemson would Clemson have played Notre Dame this year, even if they That's a good point. I actually don't know. So they'd probably be number two. Interesting. All right. Anyways, uh, number 18, Miami. Okay. Uh, number 15. Wait, well, this is conference rankings. Okay. So uh, I guess the third best team would be North Carolina. North Carolina's 15. good, too. I'll give you that. North Carolina's a good team. They fucking they took Miami to the woods. They beat bro. the brakes off of them. <laughs> I was shocked. Uh, and then NC State at 22. If... if I will concede to you that if we are Notre Dame is in the ACC this year, so I guess if you're if that's what you're, it's very comparable. They technically are in the ACC. I just, I mean, if so now let's let's go to the bottom four. Okay, I'm okay. I'm gonna pull up this note. I was looking at my pickpockets stuff here because if we're looking at if we're looking at overall conference, okay. We got to go to the bottom to really determine who is better top to bottom. Okay. You can start if you've got it up. So at the final spot in the ACC, uh, we have Syracuse. Oh, good. Dino Babers. (laughs) Duke. (laughs) Florida State. God, that's embarrassing. Florida, that's so embarrassing. If I'm if I'm a Florida State fan, that's bad. They've been shit it's for bad. years now. It's bad. It's bad. Since Jameis, right? Since Jameis, figure some shit out. Yeah. Well, yeah. since Jimbo. Since yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a big one to lose. Okay, those are bad. Okay, these aren't much better. 
Vanderbilt, who used a publicity stunt to they couldn't get they any attention. Say. Yeah, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State at two and seven, <laughs> Arkansas at three and seven, South Carolina at two and eight. Yeah, those are some shit birds. And you've so got if you got South Carolina, Louisville. Probably Louisville. Okay. That's what I would lean also. Okay. Uh, Florida State, Arkansas. Probably Arkansas. Uh, I. God, dude, that would be a fucking pick. That's a game. That's sad. That's That's fucking sad. (laughs) (laughs) You got to give that Um, just one just because of how sad that is. Like, I would lean Florida State (laughs) just because it's Florida State. Like, I got to think. They've got some they could pull it Florida out. prospect somewhere on that roster that can do something. Ball out or do, yeah. Right. Um, Duke and Mississippi State. <laughs> I'd lean Mississippi State. I'd lean Mississippi that. State. And I'm already, Syracuse I'll save you Fandy. this. I'll leave fucking Syracuse. <laughs> so very, very comparable. Very comparable. Yeah. Okay. I like that exercise because, yeah, I that those are just. <laughs> Think about those matchups, just Arkansas <laughs> and Florida State. That needs to be a New well, Year's six. That's what I do a lot with like the Big Ten mm. and the SEC is like I'll look at okay, what is what if if the two conferences were to play like a ACC Big Ten challenge. Yeah. Just yeah. you just go across from not well, not necessarily that because that's kind of randomized. Right. <clears throat> so you get a lot of like good teams versus really shit teams sometimes. Right. Um, but if you went like a one through 14, one through 14, and you just lined up and played the same team, like it would be close to 500. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting to say the least, but final, final predictions from Sunday when they have the selection show, who are your final four? Alabama one, Clemson two. I think Clemson wins, so Clemson two, uh, Ohio State three, and Notre Dame four. Just so we're clear, that's I would like that to happen. That'd be perfect. Who couldn't sell I think Alabama? The committee and Notre would Dame? also like that oh, to yeah. fucking happen. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a fun weekend. I'm jealous that you've got nearly a hundred bucks and. DoorDash free food. Swings. Just, uh, hey, just put it on me. Speaking of mm, put it on me, it's my favorite segment of the Well, of what the is week. your picks? You didn't make your picks. So I've got, so, so I was, that's why I was going through. I was listening to some points and I was also looking through like, ooh, what's, what's in pickpockets? What we got here? Um, so <laughs> well, I know who's your top four. Oh, that's who's my I'm top asking. four? I thought you were saying to my picks. Yeah. Uh, well, that too. My, yes. Who's your top four first? It's, I would say Alabama, number two, Notre Dame. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, Texas A&M. I'm calling it. Calling it. If it was me personally, I'd stick Cincinnati in there if they win. But Yeah, well, the fact that they just dropped. That's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, granted, Tulsa was ranked. Tulsa was in the top 25. So, like, I mean. Yeah. You know, they could potentially have a top 25 win. Honestly, I don't know what that line is, though. I like Tulsa sometimes in that. 14 and a half. earlier in the year. I liked them earlier in the year, and it was not 14 and a half. 14 and a half, yeah. Tulsa's yeah, because that game got canceled. Close. That's right. That game got canceled. It's got I forgot canceled about that. twice now. Damn. Damn. 
That's interesting. So, so I've got, I've got a few. So we've got our NFL stuff. I'm, I'm interested to see what you're going to say with, with some pickpocket stuff. So I've got a couple <clears> college. <throat> My raging Cajuns plus three and a half oh, against Coastal Carolina. Now, shit, didn't know you were going that fucking route. Oh, I'm going that route, baby. I like a championship weekend. It's about about to take some college. So I'm all over uh, the raging Cajuns plus three and a half against Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is so overrated. Like, I, the, the Raging Cajun's going to whip that ass. And that's all you need to know. You want the other side of that? I can see you thinking. Yeah, I'll take the other side of that. Okay. Head to head. Uh, Notre Dame plus 10.5. Obviously, I said they're going to win the game. So, I want, I want Notre Dame plus 10.5. I'm not going to take. I was going to say I, I kind of. <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I think. I mean, if if Clemson wins, it's still going to be close. Yeah, like, I think that's gonna be, like the lock of the year, right? That's like ten, absurd. Yeah, ten and a half. Ten and a half. Like what? Like, um, so you're telling me that Trevor Lawrence is a seventeen and a half point swing? That's absurd. One player. The mo- yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what. That's what I'm saying. Like that's absurd. It's absolutely ass. It's not going to happen. It's what it's. It's what it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's what it's going to be. Guess <laughs> that ain't no guess. That ain't no guess. That's what it's going to be. Gonna be. Um, so those are the college ones that I have, and then transitioning over to the NFL, I have three. I have the Falcons plus six at home against Tampa Bay. I hate the Falcons. They make me bet them all the time. <laughs> I hate taking them. I like, uh, this makes me sick to have to take this, but I like the Saints plus three against the Chiefs. I think that I I liked that one a lot. And uh, you're going to love this one. Lock of the century. Giants plus four against the Browns. (laughs) Lock of the century. I'll be interested to see what you got to say about that. So you got three? You got three. Those are my three. Plus two college? Plus two college. Only only head-to-head so far is the Raging Cajuns. Coastal Carolina. Oh, I'll take the Browns all day Oh, you want the Browns? Okay. Browns. Browns head-to-head than that. Nice. Okay. What do you got, big boy? Let's go NFL first. Um, I too like uh, the Saints plus three. Okay, facing the Chiefs seems like an easy one. It does, especially. Um, I mean, you expect Drew Brees is going to be back, mm-hmm. which I mean, don't get me wrong, Taysom Hill hasn't played poorly, but. It's time for Drew Brees. Yeah, it's time for Drew Brees. He's not Drew Brees. So, and Drew Brees and Michael Thomas haven't had many games together. So, like, I think that that combination coming coming back healthy is going to be good. And like, honestly, the Chiefs haven't looked super impressive the last two weeks. They've pulled out games, but you let the Dolphins close it to within a score. I like the Saints. Agreed. Not necessarily to win, but three guys. Yeah. 
Washington plus six. Thought about that too. Thought about that. Bears too. plus three. Nice. Nice. It's head to heads. Coastal Carolina, Raging Cajuns, Browns and Giants, Bears. Bears and Vikings. Bears and Vikings. Interesting. Now let me let me let me pull up some college. See if there's anything that tickles my fancy. Nice. Got a couple. Okay. Tulsa plus 14. Oh, head out like that. <laughs> I kind of like Illinois plus 15 against Penn State. God. Yeah. Give, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that one. God, I'm going to get some down <laughs> on that. God, that's pathetic. Um, and then the other one, I do like Notre Dame plus two and a half as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Florida State plus six and a half against Wake Forest. Whew. God, that sucks. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. I can't touch that one. I honestly have no clue. Um, well, uh, I like how we handled all of the sports predictions and stuff. Fun weekend. Very fun weekend. Coming up. And then it's and then it's fucking Christmas. And then it's Christmas and the NBA starts. Well, it's been started, but it's fine. And the NBA regular season starts. <laughs> Mr. Correct. Sure. Mr. Correct. Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. Is the season started and I'm missing something? Have you not been paying attention to any? Anything? There's preseason, right? Was it preseason? I didn't think it's it was preseason. It's preseason, bro. Oh my god, you just had me second guessing myself. The season starts what I on do. the season. What I do? Season starts on Christmas. Ooh. Nope. Nope. Wrong. When does it start? Wrong city. Huh? Wrong city. I'm looking at the standings right now. Eastern Conference, Cleveland's in first with two wins. Bro, no. These are preseason standings, I'm telling you. Why would they have preseason standings? Bro. Why why would that even be a thing, I'm about to find out. Hold on. I swear to God, you're wrong. Lakers, three-point shooting. Fuels preseason win over Clippers. One day ago. LeBron James played 12 minutes. Killing it. Good Lord. Hold on. I'll bet you whatever amount of money that the season starts on Christmas. <laughs> whatever amount of money? How much money are you willing to bet? Find Don't it. look it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, December no, 22nd. Second. <laughs> December 22nd. Whatever amount of money. You all heard it. I'll bet you a $9,000 bonus check. I'd vomit all over the floor. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, My man. 20 second. 20 second. Everything's fine. We were both wrong. I don't know why ESPN's fucking showing their goddamn records <laughs> if it's fucking preseason. 2-0 in the preseason. I was going to say, because I was trash. looking. I was looking. I was like, damn, the Warriors are 3-0. Maybe he's right. I was like, they're getting. But I was like, but I would have heard about that if they were. <laughs> If they started out like that, Steph, it, like who wouldn't be like, oh yeah, Steph Curry's return, you know? 
Yeah. So, all right. ESPN's just gone down the shitter. So they have the only good part of it's the games, and I do like Scott Van Pelt. So, that's, but that's why they put him on at fucking midnight. I know. So. <laughs> so. All right, buddy. Hey, love you. Love you too. Have fun cleaning. I will. Last things last. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of 85 Yards. Be sure to check out all of our other episodes by searching 85 Yards wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, 